Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. Howdy. And today, we have for you, Uma. Uma, yes. From 2022. And we're going to be watching this one on, it's on Prime, right? Sure. It's on something. It's Or was it was it HBO? It's streaming right now, which is kind of sad because uh, I know it just came out. Uh, so I, I, you know, this was a, a a movie that we kept not buying a physical release of, which I wanted to, but then I was like, ah, oh, let's just wait because it's gonna go on, it's gonna go streaming soon, anyways. Because we didn't know how it was gonna be, so yeah. this is gonna be interesting for us. And we have we have the really bad habit of buying movies that we've never seen before that are just not the greatest movies, so we're never gonna watch them again. But we just spent $20 on the Blu-ray. Yeah. So. Because you, you refuse to buy DVDs. This is why I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to buy some true. DVDs. We bought Studio 666 on Blu-ray. Yeah, but you... Uh, we, I on, mean, on, on DVD. DVD. Yeah, but yeah. you want you want the Blu-rays on, on things. You're like, no, I'm not going to be buying this. DVDs are for the, the plebs from years ago. I don't That's need to deal with this noise. That's not true. We have I want three, the Blu-rays. Have, I want the new stuff. The Blu-rays. The Glengarry Blu-rays. Yeah, we have three bookshelves. Three bookshelves worth of DVDs. And we have one bookshelf of Blu-rays, which is why we can spare some room on the one bookshelf. Although we are getting to the point where... <laughs> We're slightly. I had to move your Harrow County one when we were putting stuff in. She's got a big, like you know, a couple of things that we had to like oh, no, angle out Hill. so it'd be fine. It was well, the Joe Hill. One. The Joe Hill is right next to it, but the Harrow or is it? Oh yeah, that's right. The Joe Hill because we don't have a box set of Harrow County for you. Yeah. Okay, because we're missing, I think six. So still. my my comic books are on the same shelf as our Blu-rays because I do not have nearly as many comics um, as John does. Excuse me, uh, they are graphic novels. Uh, graphic novels. As I'm just. John does. I'm gonna. I'm gonna grab all your graphic novels and and kind of intersperse them with no, mine. No, those oh, are yeah. mine. Anyways, we're gonna, we're gonna meld things. So Uma was actually written and directed by Iris K. Shim, uh, whose first. This is her first. Feature-length film. Good grief, I can't talk today. Mm. Um, she has done a bunch of shorts. Uh, was actually an assistant to Toby Hooper on Mortuary. So... I mean, you know she's paid her dues at that point if you're going to, like, the the one IMDb thing that you have, especially that's on the top, and she has it, like, I'm, like, looking for it. It's like, okay, what else have you done? And it's a bunch of, just a bunch of shorts, and then it's like, yes, uh, assistant on uh, all these shows. And I was like... Oh, you were an assistant on a bunch of things. Aww. Oh, well, that's you know what? I'm sure this is going to be. I'm sure this is going to be awesome, though. I mean, we definitely need to give it a chance. So I'm kind of kind of excited about that. Um, we do 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 do. So it's actually starring uh, Sandra Oh, who <laughs> you're going to recognize her as a uh, Dr. Christina Yang from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she's playing a lot of moms in animated shows like Turning Red um, or the Amazon Invincible series. Yep. Uh, I will always remember her as a lady from Sideways who was getting with Thomas Hayden Church. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I've never seen Sideways. Uh, so it's it's Thomas Hayden Church and James Gandolfini go to wine country. And then they meet these girls and Sandra Oh is like super neurotic. Uh-huh. I think. I can't remember all about it. I just remember wine and like that movie and Bottle Shock came out near the same time period. And I like Alan Rickman more, so I paid attention to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, we also have Fievel Stewart, who plays um, opposite of her brother, Boo Boo Stewart, in Hansel and Gretel. Warriors of Witchcraft. That's oh. why he's got to call him. Yep. And American Satan. I didn't even know there was a second it's, Hansel it's, and Gretel. It's not. Oh, oh. It it's not associated. It. It's it's the uh, the Asylum style, you know, straight to Sifu Channel oh, movie come out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Boo Boo Stewart. 
We know Boo Boo. Yes, he was in, uh, actually he was in the Twilight movies and a couple other things. Yes. I don't know if he's done anything just recently for us, but yes. But he, we did mention him in a movie. Probably. I just can't remember which one it was. Because we're like, oh, his name is Boo Boo. Boo Boo is and it, the same I, guy I, from Twilight. I feel kind of bad because I didn't realize it was a guy at the very beginning because, you know, Boo Boo. But uh, I I immediately made this, you know, curses upon me for making that assumption. Although I do like, I like that it's Fievel Stewart and Boo Boo Stewart. I I just, I like those names. It's like Texas Battle. Those are such great names. Oh my gosh. What are you going to call your son? Texas Battle. Well, I do love Fievel. But, you know, I can't wait for them to go west. Yes. And uh, so, yes, uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, which was in 2019, which was starring Hillary, uh, Hillary Duff, which means that Hillary Duff was still acting as of 2019. I don't know if she's still doing it. I, just, probably. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm, so she was yeah. still alive. I mean, she's got to make I mean, money. That's great. She's got to make money somehow. Yeah. I mean, well, Apparently, she's, in, she's a very, she's like one of like those normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just super like. Just super normal. Whatever. Yeah. Like, like she's a mom. She was, wasn't she the girl in, or is that, was that Mandy Moore in Tangled? Uh, I don't know. No, they, see, no that's idea. my issue. Is is like, it's like, oh, it's Hillary Duff or Mandy Moore or all the same girls that were all in the weird shows, and now they're not doing that anymore. Well, I Everyone's, think, I yeah. think, I think Hillary Duff though was one of was one of the normal people who turned out to be a mom, but she's very, very normal and like doesn't cause trouble or isn't on drugs. That's probably or... why we don't hear about her that much. It's because she's just like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, doing some small things, but then I, I go home to see my kids because I like seeing my kids. Like, good for you. So um so we also have uh Dermot Mal Malrooney 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 who's the male lead in My Best Friend's Wedding uh was at least on the poster for 1988's Young Guns where he played Dirty Steve Steve St- <laughs> Dirty tried. Steve Stevens There you go I was all Dirty Steve Stevens Why yep. couldn't I say that He was in 1994's Bad Girls uh which is like a lady version of Young Guns but instead of being Four ladies, like Young Guns was, it just has ladies on the box cover. I remember that one a lot because they were pushing it. In fact, one of the, the last VHSs that I watched, which I think is PCU, had that on there. It was like, coming soon, you know, bad girls. And I was, it's uh, like. Does it have, did it have um, Sharon Stone in it or something? No, no. So no, was that a different one? It, that's, I think. I think you're thinking Basic Instinct. This is the one that it's No, on. it was a Western. Oh, okay. There well, was then, like some some lady with a cowboy hat and guns. It was some uh, Western. Might be. But it, it's, um, guys, uh, Adam McDowell, I think, in it. And uh, uh, Drew Barrymore is in it. Weird. Yeah. it's It, it really kind of sucks because it's, it's a bunch of ladies in Western wear, which I think caused issues for me when I was younger because now I'm like, nice. I felt the same way when I watched Banditas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so he was also in uh, Dermot, Dur- Dur- Dermot, shit. Dermot Mulroney. See, both of us well, get yeah, because I, I Anyway, was, so I Dermot, Dermot was also in Zodiac and Insidious Chapter 3. Yes. It also has Odea Rush, uh, who was in the uh, the next door. N- She's oh. the next door neighbor girl from Goosebumps. Sorry. The movie Goosebumps with Jack Black and I can't, another these, guy. These notes are awful. The, they're not. They're, it says next door neighbor girl from Goosebumps. Okay. I mean, literally so why is, don't you put Goosebumps next door neighbor girl? Because I don't have to put that. Did you read well, the sentence? It says the start... next door neighbor girl from Goosebumps. <laughs> you need to start putting who's reading what. Do any of that. Anyways, we it got... also has Tom Yee from 2019's Plus One. That was that one that we watched that we 
thought was actually kind of interesting. That's the one that you watched. I didn't get to you watch were, it with you. You were watching it with it me. Has, it has Huey in it, right? Yes. It's yeah. Got Huey. I didn't, I didn't, you, no, we watched it together. I, I I'm think not I watched watch maybe her. like 10 minutes of Unless it. Unless you you probably fell asleep is the problem. Eh, probably. Because you, you, we, we had like a whole thing about the guy and the girl. And we're like, oh, we hope that they get together. No, and then that they had was like, you that told me that. No, they had like the... Just admit that you like no, watching rom-coms. I, I'm not saying that I don't like watching rom-coms. I like watching movies of all kinds i'm just saying i know we watched it because we had a whole conversation about the fact that they had a stupid falling out in the like the third yes, like part of it I remember. and it didn't make any sense i remember because we were waiting for it to happen because they needed to have it i'm like oh this is when they're gonna have a fight and you're like why i'm like well because there's like an hour or like like half an hour 15 minutes we left have and they haven't had the, the, movie the fight out. yeah yeah uh, but we also got uh, Daniela K. Golden, who was the AMT in 2022's uh, Father Stew, which is the one where um, I want to say it's uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, becomes the like the the priest, like he's a bad guy, and then he becomes a priest, and his dad's uh, oh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, it's a newer yeah. movie. That they came were out. really pushing it. Well, yeah, it was 2022. Yeah. Uh, but um, oh. <laughs> she also did stunt work for uh, one of the most important movies of our time, uh, Two Lava, Two Rantula. No, that's not one of the most important oh, well, movies I, I, I beg to differ. Oh, I, I'm uh, never watching that movie. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not going to watch a Lava Tarantula movie. You, you don't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I can't play Earth Defense Force around you. Which is also why we never review any spider movies. Because I will I will not be here. That will be a, a one-man show. I'm really waiting for a movie that's also like when we were watching scary uh, stories to tell in the dark. I had to go like, okay, okay. You know, stop looking. <laughs> no, no, like, I knew when to stop looking because I had because I had read the book and I was like, ooh, ooh, I know what's gonna. No, 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 no. no. Tell I'm, me when I'm it's a, over. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Tell me when it's over. I just left. I, you, I, I no, left during that part. I, think you I went to the, the kitchen. You just started like. No, no, because no, we do went to go see it. We went to go see it in the theater. I'm, I'm talking about the time when uh, we just oh, recently oh, when we watched it with your brother. Yeah, like five days ago. Like a week ago. Yeah, you were just like this part again. Let me get up and I will make some popcorn. Just tell me when it's done. I was like, all right. But yes, this one looks to be an interesting movie. It's a, what, um, Sandra O oh is like hanging out at home or something like that? Some weird ghost story? Honestly, something going on? I don't even remember. All I remember from the trailers is Sandra O oh is like doing laundry or something or something. And then there's like a little chicky and she's like, oh, look, a little chicky. And then it gets squished. Oh, that's right. By I, like an old foot. My, my issue with it is... Uh, they always show these things and it looks like um, they're in California and it I'm like oh look they're in California I bet you could dig a hole out there and it would be really fucking easy to do and I get super angry about it yeah because in Texas you know all the people who aren't in Texas we have just awful soil we have like, we have an inch well at least the area that just, we're in let's put it that way because there's a lot of farming <laughs> everywhere is, else it is rock. but it's yeah is you get a half an inch of dirt and then the rest of it is bedrock it's like yeah you know you want to have something Jesus, that's cool trying to plant flowers during the spring is freaking ridiculous yeah we like, uh don't worry we just need to dynamite it it'll be fine oh lord it's so difficult anyways yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about this movie. I actually recommended it to John. I wanted to go see it whenever it first came out. I think it was in theaters. Yes, it was in theaters, I think, for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. And then, like, it was immediately like, let's shove it off onto the thing. And I'm like, eh. And we'll hold off. And now we're here. Yay! So we get to review it. I'm super excited. John's eh. 
but I'm still yeah. super excited. I, I, you know what? I want to see if it was like, is this worth the uh, the idea of us buying it? Like, would this be something that we need to see later on? And you know, if I'm like, man, I really feel like watching Uma. Let me go ahead and put it on, and I can't find it on any streaming service because they got it. Like, oh, well, I'm sorry, you know, it's we, too close to Halloween. We decided to move it like six times. We're always talking about how we need to get like the the format the the hard what do you call it hard format like the cd we need physical to buy media. there you go physical media jesus i just this is a well see we just I, don't like my thing is is that do we want to to invest that much money on it right now because that's my thing is is it isn't yes it is an investment to go physical media but it is the best way because if you know you're going to watch the movie then you don't have to worry about it. I bought you a physical uh, edition of The Nanny. Why? Because if it ever goes off on oh anything God. else, I love The Nanny. You need to be able to watch it. I love The you Nanny. Know? Unfortunately, I didn't buy a physical copy <laughs> of Frasier, and I can't watch the damn thing because it's got seventy-two <laughs> fucking commercials. It has more commercials on it on Paramount Plus than it did when it was running in uh, like prime time. I hate it, and you can't skip any of them. Well, you know your birthday. I mean, eventually, I can always eventually at some point you could, but you don't need to because you already got me something. So uh, we'll go ahead and pause it here instead of just going off on another rant. And we will be right back. My suggestion is go ahead and find Uma. Uh, I'll let y'all know where it is after the break. But I think it's on Prime or HBO Max. Just or Paramount. At this point, who knows? We'll let you know whenever we get back. Use justwatch.com. That's what I always use when I'm trying to find things. We really need to get sponsored by them. We get sponsored by uh, who uh, does the dog die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking Because we keep letting people know about it. Because we use that for every movie now. Yeah. It's just like, does the dog die? (laughs) Anyways, we'll be right back. That's my mama. Some Koreans believe that life's hardships are caused by the tormented spirits of their ancestors. I remember so much screaming. Come here. Man, are you okay? I said I'm fine. And we're back. We are. So... You know what I want to call this type of movie, though? What? A COVID movie. What? Yeah, so it's small, teeny tiny, like, group of people. It's it's ultra-focused in on maybe four or five people. They got to stop. The one thing that they did that was pretty good on this one was they didn't have the mask, like, outlines. But, like, I, I, Edward Furlong just had a movie that he was in where, like, it was, like, five people. And you you could only have like five people on the set mm-hmm. at the at a time, and that's what this movie to me is kind of like, yeah. where you had such a small cast. Did you see anybody other than um, McDermott? Uh, you had Odair or whatever her name was, uh, and the other two, and then Uma every now and then. I mean, yeah, there was like the kids that were at the there was the kids that were making fun of her. Did you see kids? Yeah, I didn't. I must have missed them. But but they weren't like. Were they interacting it, with them, but they were like off to the side and they were like, hey, hey, weirdo girl, freak. Yeah. Mm. There was, there were more they people They were in, in a here. complete different area and socially distanced. Pretty much. Anyway. So yeah, it was a, like, I liked this movie. This was an interesting one. This was on Netflix. So Netflix had this one, which I would not have called. No, me either. We, we went through what? Three services we first. Went through Paramount, and then we, we, or we went through HBO Max, Paramount, Prime. And, and and then we finally went to just watch, and then it was on Netflix. Well, even just watch didn't have it on there. We had I googled it. Oh, like I I well I didn't Google. I duck ducked it. 
because I go to DuckDuckGo because that's the kind of weirdo I am. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, no, hey, here it is. <laughs> it says it, Netflix. Even even Just Watch didn't have it on there because it was like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> It's not on Netflix. What? Nobody has anything on Netflix. Maybe they just refuse to deal with Netflix. But uh, yes, it starts off with uh, Sandra O. Oh, um, angrily throwing a box of lamps. I think that was the, the special lamp that she had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kicks it into the darkness and then shuts off the power to her home at the uh, the big breaker box. Huge breaker box on the side, uh, like under part of the house. Uh, and then it's like now in the future. And 16 we, years later. Yes. Uh, and it was uh, a nice... Like, it was kind of a weird aerial shot, I remember that, of the um, the, the farm. farm. Man, that land was beautiful. It, like, it, everything about it was just gorgeous. Apparently, she got that on an accountant's salary, and then she didn't have any money afterwards. I, I, I was like, what? I guess she just bought the land and built everything herself. Because, yes, she bought the land and built a lot of shit herself, uh, including uh, beehives. Like, Eight or nine of them, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like a bunch of beehives. It was quite a few. Yes, and um, the you know she and her daughter they're they're doing things together. It's obviously just her and her daughter. There's no um, husband, father in the picture. Um, nope. But and, uh, there is a, a, a Dermot Mc whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, but he's just the shopkeeper. Oh well, yeah, but so, I, I, I got some vibe off of that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I was in, <laughs> well, so she don't need no man is basically what oh, she said. I mean, the assumption is is that she didn't need a man, but maybe Daddy was closer than uh, he appeared because I mean we don't know. Anyways, so so that happened, and it and it shows a very close relationship between uh, Chrissy or Chris, who's the daughter, and then the mom Amanda, who's played by um, Sandra. O. Yes, Sandra. Yes. O. So Sandra O. and we had Fivel uh, Stewart. Who is 25 in this movie? So just if you're like... Because she's supposed to be playing a 17-year-old. And that's why I was like... She's got like the... I mean, she she did not look like an old enough lady. Except when the light would hit her just right. And she has the uh, the, the frowny lines on her, her forehead. And I was just like... How old are you? <laughs> but she was able to pull off a naive 17-year-old really well. And just... A, you know... Some of the parts of this movie, I just wanted to punch her in the face because she was so ugly to her mom. Anyways, that that it, gets it, to me. Did okay. So we, we do have certain parts where that comes up, and I'll just remind me to talk about that because I I had a vibe, like it didn't. I don't think it, it worked. I don't know. It was just it was just like it just didn't make sudden. a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um So but, so they're they're raising bees, selling honey, raising chickens, and living without electricity or modern technology so no phones um no lights no motor cars not a single luxury yeah nothing like no internet like robinson crusoe it's as primitive as, as can be i mean it is really primitive so anyways i love that you don't know what that's from i don't so um it turns out that um you know chrissy everything's going really good chrissy's actually on her way to town um you know, she she kind of tries to bring up to to Amanda that she wants to leave, but not necessarily said that flat out. She just said, "Hey, mom, you know, well, I." I've- so what happens is, is McDermott is sitting there and he's like, "Hey, I need more honey." There was an influencer out there, and she says your honey was awesome, and now I can't find it. Like, I gotta sell more of this honey. I need this honey, baby. And uh, Sandra was like, "Oh man." I'm totes going to have to build more hives. 
And she's like, hey, isn't that great? Uh, what's the kid's name? Chrissy. Chrissy. It's like, isn't that great, Chrissy? And Chrissy's like, oh, no. I mean, great. No, that sounds great. It's like, yeah, because you're going to be here for a long time, right, Chrissy? Yes. And then she's like, I need to go to town. Like, now. So Chrissy goes to town. And this is actually, whenever she's on her way to town, is whenever she, um, there's a random car that's honking up a storm and it's coming right at her. And it, they stop, and then they start speaking Korean to her, and she does not look Korean. She she is so descent wise, she is uh, Japanese, Chinese, and I think Korean, but also um, Scottish, something else, and then Blackfoot. I can see the Blackfoot more yeah, than anything else. Well, I mean, it's, it's the hair. She's got luxurious ass hair, like the whole way. But uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't have like immediately stopped on the road and been like, "How come you don't speak Korean?" Like, yeah, which is what he did. Yeah. So this random older Korean gentleman is like talking to her in Korean. And she's like, I have no idea what you're saying. Uh, played by Tom Yee in this one. And he says, oh, okay, bye. Or something like that. And then he leaves. He, he leaves and he just drives off. And she sees in the car that there is this very large suitcase with him. And so she... It's got this red bandana on it that's very... Like, so the, the suitcase looks like something right out of the 50s. But the bandana is just like really bright, like... Bright red. red. Yeah. yeah, with something on it. So, that happens. Um, she goes into town. She is talking to the... the she, like, we... Dermot. We, yeah, so we see her, like, pass by a couple of kids, which was a scene that I was telling you about, yeah. wherever they're calling I'm, her I'm freaks and just part. being assholes. And um, McDermott's uh, niece is in town, and she just seems like a troublemaker. Played by... Uh, that one's the... Um, Odea? The girl from Ghostbumps. Oh, okay. The girl from Goosebumps. We'll just call her the girl from Goosebumps because I feel like I'm saying her name wrong the entire time. Yeah, probably are. So that happens. The uncle gets to the house and the uncle is an immediate douchebag. Like, I automatically hated this character right from the get-go. Yeah. So it, it, it she has plastered everywhere. Like, no motor, car, no motor cars beyond this point, you know, he just drives in. Well, I mean, he doesn't say I, it in Korean, which I guess that's the reason why. I, he just, yeah, I don't he, think he would pay attention to He busts in like it's his house. Yeah. Like, that's why I didn't like it. And Sandra Oh, like, comes down in a panic. And she does a really good job, which is kind of funny because uh, I remember her in Sideways. She didn't really have a lot of emoting uh, in that. And, well, uh, this, I, she, I mean, she makes up I for I kind of feel like that in, in some of the Grey's Anatomies, too. Yeah, so she did a great job. Yeah. Because she looked like panic. She looked like somebody just set fire to the lawn. At that point, she was running downstairs like, no, you got to shut it off. You got to shut it off. Um, and the guy's like, you know, why? Talking, like everybody asks her why. Like, did you notice that? Everybody. Every single person yeah. asks her why. Because it's so normal now to be an asshole to people, apparently. Just, like, because I told you so. You so know? She, yeah. So she's like, turn off the car. Why? Which, admittedly, she should have had a shotgun. Because you live out in rural, you know, California, you're going to get foxes. You might as well have a shotgun. True. You know, especially a couple of different kinds of foxes. But yes, uh, Uncle comes in with the uh, the case and he starts immediately berating her. For changing her name and not teaching her oh, daughter was, Korean. Yeah, and how I, could you? And you're forgetting who you are. And, you know, you left your mother and she died. And it's your fault. And it's your, it's all your fault is what he tells her. I'm like, she is not even, what? Yeah. What? And it was, it was a dick move. Like everything that he's, and he's like flicking on the light switch. And I'm like, 
She just told you to shut everything off. And it's just like, yes, this was your fault because I couldn't I couldn't find you and you didn't teach your your you know daughter Korean. I like you know, and you changed your name. Why would you change your name? I, I did and, like the part where you she's she's like, How come you didn't teach her Korean? And she's like, Because she's an American. And you're like, damn right. I'm just like I was like, Dude. Yes, yes, exactly. Like and it's her per- it's her personal choice. Oh my gosh. Oh man, there was so much that pissed me off about that entire conversation. So anyways, he is a total dick. Finally, finally she's like, "Just get the hell out of my house." Cuz he's uh basically he starts telling her that you need to take care of your mom because that's what's in the the That's case. what's in the case. And you know, otherwise she's going to be a ghost and like a, a vengeful spirit basically because she's just walking along here on earth and nobody's laid her to rest even though he could have laid her to rest. He was just a douchebag. Isn't that such a weird situation though? Like you you wait, you don't do anything for like forever and It's then her you- brother. Like her brother could have put her to rest. Yeah, could have done a whole lot of stuff. Could have could have taken care of a bunch of things, but uh, didn't because he wanted to yell and bitch at. Which again, this is why Sandra O, oh, you need to have a shotgun at your farm because you can just say, you know, just get out. <laughs> which she actually does say, get out, and eventually he does after he leaves the suitcase there, mm-hmm. and she doesn't throw it after him or anything. Like, well, it is your mom at that point. Like I understand that part. Like, oh well, I didn't chuck the uh, I didn't chuck mom out <laughs> the suitcase. I, I would have. Uh, considering she was an awful, awful person, as Sandra O, which is the entire reason why she left. Anyways, before I, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, so well, we kind of get the the vibe that she doesn't like Mama before that. Oh well, yeah, because it shows in, in before the trailers it shows something having to do with electricity. Amanda's screaming the from credits. obviously inside of what did I say? You said trailers. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It had. Like, she's screaming from inside of a closet. We're guessing, or like an armoire, or a dresser, or something what along is those lines. With Korean people putting children in in like closets. I have. This no is like idea. the third movie that we've seen. I don't even know if um, our, our director is Korean, but maybe it's just like a let's. We've got Korean people in the movie. Quick, put somebody in a closet. I mean, hopefully that's not the case. I hope not. Like, well, it, that and, and and you know, I, I always think of the Grudge. I think of the Grudge more than anything else with with closets and crawl spaces and. Creepy. Was that a closet on that one? It well, so his body was in the closet. Okay. Yeah, the little boy. Why and, do people keep putting people in closets? I don't know. I don't it's know. So it's, weird. It's, a, it's an American. Stop putting thing people too. in closets. I'm like, it's an American thing. Come out too. of the closet, child. Yeah. It's fine. Anyways, nobody cares anymore. So so that happens. Um, Chrissy ends up, uh, so, so all this weird shit starts to happen in the house and it starts off with a whole bunch of banging around upstairs. So she goes upstairs to check what's going on. There is a, an application that she finds in, uh, Chrissy's, uh, sock drawer. And it was actually pretty funny because every single drawer was opened up like you would do if you were a very overbearing parent and looking for some kind of contraband which, in your child's shit. Which, you know, she found an, a, a college application. So how do dare How dare this you. disrespectful little girl <sighs> this is not on like no you, that's not how you do that Mm-mm. And, and where is it to west mesa university that's a party school i've always heard if it's even a place i don't know but yes uh that's when we also meet so we meet the niece we met met dermot's niece um the daughter comes home does she even talk to her daughter about the the thing? Her daughter sees the suitcase on the. the That's right. Yeah, but because but whenever her daughter comes home, she's upstairs looking at the application. 
Yeah, but she doesn't walk over and is like, hey, I found this. Who taught you how to do this? I learned it by watching you, Mom, who's an accountant. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but, yeah, and then she... Sandro is obviously not feeling good about the 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 big thing, the the big um, suitcase. She's not liking it. Like the whole thing is like, I don't want to talk about the suitcase. Don't There's ask about the suitcase. So, yeah, and her daughter is hell bent on figuring out what is in the suitcase. Well, unfortunately, it's probably you know one or two reasons. But the the reason, the main reason being is she did notice that. Uh, and it's a very beautiful scarf uh, with a nine-tailed fox on it, uh, which is, uh, it's it's this beautiful scarf that's wrapped around the handle. So she recognizes it from being in the guy's back seat. Yes. So that happens. And then it's just, uh, okay, so this, this all kind of like blends in together because it's kind of difficult because there's things happening here and there, wherever, everywhere they're seeing Uma everywhere she's like in dark corners and it's really well done how they do it because it's creepy so it's it'll be completely dark and it's whenever you stare into the corner of a room and you are not sure if you see something or not but it looks like there's something there that is basically what this movie is like just built on top of is that 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 visual that visual shit what's the thing i'm looking what's the word i'm looking for motif i don't know the interesting thing, though, is that um, her her dress, the Uma's dress, is wearing she's wearing uh, traditional uh, Korean uh, traditional Korean dress, which clashes with everything else that's inside of that house because everything else inside of that house is either browns or whites, right? There wasn't like a whole lot of color. There's not a whole lot of color yeah. in there. No. So you can immediately see uh, all that stuff. This is when uh, Sandra tries to like she opens up the the case she like takes it away from the the daughter she opens it up and then she like flips open uh like a a kind of like wrapped package it's like wrapped in like the i think it's wrapped in the dress right and she opens it up and it's uh it's the mask right yeah and then the mask moves yeah so that happens eventually the daughter ends up going down to the basement or yeah to the basement i guess where sandro is keeping all of this stuff from her from her grandmother that's where she finds the dress. Um, and she finds, yeah. So she, she ends up finding the dress. Actually, so it was all upstairs in the attic. That's wherever she finds it because she's trying to type up her, her right. college application. Something moves and gets with, her attention. With a typewriter, yeah. No power. And then Sandra O sees her mother upstairs in the attic. And so she goes up there and she's like freaking out. And then her daughter has the, the random korean dress on like she just fully on too and that doesn't look like an easy thing to put together and she's just like oh, oh i'm sorry oh, mama look. yeah look look mama i well, found this so what happens too is, is sandra is like trying to look through her beekeeping like hood or the net on the face and she's like oh god i see somebody wearing a full-on like my mom's dress mm-hmm. you know in front of me uh, and then she raises the the uh, the net like it's gonna be gone, which was not I, I was assuming that, mm-hmm. and of course it's not. So she runs up there, and then she like slowly starts to creep because she's freaked out about the whole thing. Yeah. And then she does see her mom, and her mom is like, and so she chucks her mom. She like, I'll, I'll give her that. Like Sandra, like every time she runs into her mom, she just pushes her over. Yeah, which uh, ends up being her daughter. Yes, who is wearing the, the full, th- and it's like, why? 
don't know. It Why was, would you it do? was silly. It was silly. Uh, so I don't know if you have the the capability of be going to higher higher education at this point in time if you cannot sit there, fill out the application without putting on an entire dress. Just shoot like and that had to be like seventeen different pieces of Honestly, of fabric. she just seems to be really stupid. So <laughs> so that happens. Um eventually Amanda, Sandra Rose's character, um, ends up telling her daughter, okay, well, this is from my Uma. I was raised by my mother. I lied whenever I said I didn't, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. That was a lie. But she still doesn't tell her all the horrible shit she did. She does that during, um, like, while the girl's, like, like sleeping, right? But the girl isn't actually sleeping. And even then, she doesn't tell her what she did. Like, officially, she doesn't tell her what she did. There's a scene in a, in a book called Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card where the douchebag brother who is like violently murderous, and we actually get to see that in some of the other ones, um, he does a moment where he confesses to uh, his the younger brother, Ender, um, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I know it feels bad, it's terrible, yada yada, I'm sorry, while a guy is sleeping, and it's like the one thing that's genuine about that. So I, when I saw that, when I saw Sandra Rowe in the dark talking to her daughter's back uh, the whole time, I kind of got that you know reflection on there. And I, I guess that was the point when she's just she still didn't have the capability of even talking about it with her, her daughter. And here's my question, though, at that point. Was she not telling her daughter that because she's ashamed of it for herself or because she doesn't think her daughter can handle it? I think it's because she's ashamed. Not that her daughter can okay. handle it. It's, it's a lot of stuff. I is, think she is just sh- doesn't. Not even ashamed. She just doesn't want to talk about it because okay. it's. I mean, it's it's childhood trauma. Yeah. So uh, and I I don't know if I'd want to be like, oh yeah, and then I was in Nicaragua for you know in '83, and then they tortured me for like two, two hours. Let me tell you exactly how it went. So I guess I could be it. What? What? Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm just saying that you wouldn't really want to go over the torture. Oh yeah, yeah. So so she doesn't. And for some reason, her daughter just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. And then finally, they get into this giant argument because Sandra O oh invites, um, you know, the... The, the McDermott? Or yeah, Dermot? whatever his name is. I keep calling him the McDermott, dude. but it's Dermott. She invites the shopkeeper over with his niece so that way they can play board games and stuff. Well, of course, you know, as soon as anybody arrives on the property, she has them shut everything off because we're under the assumption that she said... well. She says that she's allergic, basically, to Electric. anything electri- mm-hmm. electronic, right? So, the the niece, who's, you know, I Some totally don't, don't like that girl. Uh, she, she's, yeah. She's like... Goosebumps. Her her, her her phone goes off. And they're they're in the attic. Just her and then Chrissy. And Chrissy's like, oh my god, what are you doing? Like, I thought that, you know, he, he didn't tell you to leave your phone. And she goes, no, he did. But, you know, I just kept it anyway. And she's like, my mom is allergic to electricity. And she's like, oh, well, how is she allergic? Because I had it the entire time we were eating. And so the assumption at that point for uh, Chris, Chrissy at this point is not uh, my mom is acting weird, which she does start acting weird because like the next day, uh, Sandra is trying to play the piano and she's not doing a very good job at it. Like she's like playing, she's playing the song that she keeps humming mm-hmm. and she's doing a terrible job at, at playing it. And it's like, chunky like and it doesn't sound right while she's doing it uh but apparently you know assuming that my mom is not sick from the electricity it has nothing to do with you know anything else it's like oh yeah whatever even then like 
why wouldn't you question it and, and or ask her about it? Nothing. I, I feel like the, the at this point, this is whenever the relationship starts to become unbelievable. Mm. Because... It, it's hard to, to accept this as anything. Especially if you're that close to your mom. Like, you would not just... You wouldn't just, you know, bring it up later during a huge fight and not say anything about it beforehand if it was bothering you that much. Mm. And, oh my God. And then... So all that ha- happens, shit, weird shit keeps happening. I want to just jump to the part wherever they start cussing each other out. So what happens in this part, um, we, we do see the, the escalation. We see Chrissy turning on the power to the house, uh, which is, you know, a major issue at that point, including, uh, don't we see her breathe or something? Like the uh, the breathing dress or is that Yes, later? yeah, yeah. So, so the dress breathes. Um, Sandra Oh actually starts to become a little bit possessed at this point. Yeah. Because her um, face is like half old. Doesn't look right. Yeah, it was um, it was creepy. This is when Chrissy goes upstairs. She finds uh, the typewriter and everything else flipped over, and it turns out somebody typed all over her uh, paperwork. And unfortunately, her college application. Uh, Sandra yeah. O, oh, you know, was having a freak out the night before uh, with m- Grandma telling or uh, Uma telling her that she's not the only disrespectful daughter in this house. Uh, and that's when uh, Chrissy runs out and starts yelling at her at Sandra O oh. and calls her a psycho bitch yeah it's like you're a psycho bitch and I'm like how did you learn that in the first place <laughs> first of all how are you still alive as a Mexican daughter I I don't even know I don't you even know not be, I mean especially from a lady who beekeeps I mean she knows how to how to hide a body <laughs> I beekeepers just, do don't I, ask them questions it's just it's crazy it's crazy and so this this whole thing blows up and she's like I called you psychotic and you know you're just being a bitch and blah 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 and I'm so, like oh my god and and it's actually here's an interesting part because Chrissy says I'm leaving and Sandra's like you're not leaving and Chrissy's like, I can go wherever I want. And then Sandra O oh starts pulling out some really good. That was some. That was some cold-hearted stuff. Like she, if you she, froze a knife and then stabbed it into to Chrissy, that wouldn't have been as cold. It's basically as what Sandra O oh says. Because she's like, you don't have any friends. You you can't you, you, make friends. You've tried. Remember the four or five times we tried to get you to go to school and you wouldn't do it. And you came home crying, mommy. And, they're making fun of me, mommy. They hate me, mommy. This. So you want you begged me to homeschool you. So, so I, I homeschooled did, you. I built you bee houses because I it was for you because she has said multiple times in the movie that she did not want to be a beekeeper because the bee the bees remind her of electricity sounds I think is the best it way just, I can the understand. sound gets under your skin is what she said well, yeah, but, but yes it I does assume sound that that's why it's, it gets under her skin because yeah. you yeah. know uh, but uh, yes, and that's when uh, she's like she's like I did all this for you she's like you didn't do any of it for me. And I'm like, no, no, that is the literal like, definition doing of it for you. doing it for you. And that's when Sandro gets mad at her, smacks her in the face. That's when Chrissy gets mad and smacks her back. Yes, slaps her in the face. I, no, no, just dead. Just, they, I wouldn't even have to worry well, about college. That's when the, the knockdown drag out starts with, you know, most families. But unfortunately, Sandro does not have a shotgun, so she didn't have to worry about anything like that. This Chrissy, on the other hand, gets into the car or uh, into her bike. Onto and her bike. Bikes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, into, onto, I don't care. She bikes to the general store to yell at Dermot because Dermot apparently knew this whole time that, that she was not allergic to electricity. How dare you? How come you didn't tell me? It's how like, dare you not I tell tried me? I to? Like, I am. 
but it's not real. Yeah. It's real to your mom. I don't know what to tell you. And then that's when uh, she decides to uh, start biking off even harder. Uh, she is stopped, though, by uh, the niece, the niece uh, Goosebumps, uh, who hands her off a day planner for college because she's totes going to college, yo. Uh, unfortunately, this entire time, Sandra O oh, uh, gets uh, just she she has a freak out. She gets pissed off at, uh, at Uma. She like digs a hole, uh, screams at her mom's picture, throws it into the the dirt, then throws in the uh, the, the urn. The urn, yeah. Uh, the and ashes like, come out, and she's like, "Fuck it!" Flip, flip, flip. Like flip. you and wanted a, a final resting place. You Here you go, bitch. Eat my dick. And unfortunately, mom says, "Uh, no, I'm gonna take you down." And that's when the dress again grabs her and then mm-hmm. chokes the living shit out of her. Yeah, all while Chrissy is talking to her stupid friend. Yes, unfortunately, uh, this is the point when Uma says, uh, "You know what? You're doing a piss poor job. She should be my daughter. I'll raise her right. Don't worry." And that's when Sandra O blanks out. Uh, we then jump to Chrissy uh, coming back. Uh, waving her hand stupidly at uh, at the Goosebumps girl uh, and then going inside trying to find mom. Unfortunately, uh, all the lamps are on, right? Were there lamps on? Uh, I don't I don't remember so. the lamps were on yet. I don't think so. This is when she walks through and she starts looking at the photos, though. Yes. And all the photos have Uma's face on them. We also saw that the urn and the picture were set up right in the center of yeah. the living room. The picture was no longer broken. The urn was, you know, no longer toppled over. Everything was in its place. And they were about to perform a, I think it's called a Jessa. Jessa, yes. So, Because right. yes. she, she goes up and she sees uh, Sandra Oh, who is now fully in in full Uma dress and with the, the Korean, haircut. The Korean garb, yes. yes. And that's when she's sitting there going, did you notice that her... Uh, her speech changed yes yes so she's uh now sandra who's been talking with a normal fluid kind of english voice she's uh most of her statements are very short and and like straightforward yes very like punctuated which has been what the um the uma voice has been in her head this entire time Mm -hmm. um that's when yes she comes down there they start talking uh and like we're gonna do the jessa and again with the why uh, that's when uh, Chrissy decides to ask Mama why. Why I gotta be, you know, doing any kind of ancestral honor thing. I thought you didn't believe in supernatural stuff. And she's like, just fucking do it. It's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Because screw you, I don't have to pray to my ancestors or be respectful at all. Screw and, you. And this is whenever Uma takes over. And Uma's like, you know what? You are very disobedient. Just like another disobedient. Just like your mother. Yeah. And, and this reminds me, when my husband left. Uh, I had to, your, your mom would make me feel so bad. I needed to make sure that she felt that pain. But we had an old lamp that had a broken wire on it. And so I made her hold the wire so that she would feel my pain. I was like, yeah, uh... it was horrible. And so she would show her, she showed her hand and it had this ugly mark on it. Like from she's, where the wire well, was. Well, so we saw that because the whole time Sandra O oh is picking up the broken ass wire that we're seeing the lightning on yeah and she grabs a hold of it and we see the smoking skin coming off of mm. it but the problem with that was was that we have seen sandro's hands a couple of times and they never even made a a, a big deal out of it which that would cause some scarring i'm sorry it would have 
I don't know, like, even on your hand, which is hard to, to scar on there, we would have seen something. So you can't sit there and tell me, oh, I made her hold this thing this entire time, and she was never scarred. You could put that anywhere else on her body, and we would have been like, oh, okay, well, we didn't see that. But not on the hands. But yes, apparently that's what happened with Uma and Sandra O. Oh, uh, this is when the daughter's like, uh, I'm on a GTFO. Yeah, so Chrissy runs out of the house, runs through the um, the vineyard or whatever they have, and she's like freaking out. Well, then she looks down and she sees a chicken feather, a bloody chicken feather. Now, we have seen previously that on this handkerchief of the Uma's, um, the Uma's handkerchief, I mean, uh, was a nine-tailed fox. Um, I don't know the correct term for that. There's well, so, like there's like a specific term that they use. So the the issue is is that uh, it's a for this one it's a kumiho because it's not it's not a Japanese nine tailed fox which is the one that I know enough about not not a whole bunch but I know it enough. It's a Korean one which is apparently different and this one is pissed off. Yeah, so it's eating the chickens also, but it's it's interesting because I I like the way that they did it because they only showed it with one tail and then slowly the other tails fanned out. Like it, had, it was like wagging its tail back and forth and like one of the tails would be a different tail kind of thing. Yeah. It was really cool. So she sees that. She obviously freaks out. This is whenever she hears Sandra O oh screaming for her and screaming for help. And so she's she's looking around and then this is wherever, you know, Sandra O oh pops up behind her. She like, starts like, attacking her and telling her in Korean, like, you're never going to leave because your mother was trying to leave and you're not going to leave. And so Christy like she's like mom like it's me it's me you're the one that taught me how to ride a bike even though you didn't know how and i would have loved it for like five seconds it's like i don't understand what you're saying i was also expecting that too what <laughs> like the whole time like why do you keep yelling at me i don't understand <laughs> so so that happens she um it, it gets when... sandra O out of it enough yeah. for her to stop well chrissy slaps the shit out and of then it chrissy slaps the that's shit right out she's like chrissy yeah Whack. <laughs> Yeah, Chrissy's like, take full advantage of Surprise! So, um, it, this wakes up Sandra. Oh, she starts taking off everything. She freaks out. And then... We gotta get out of here. Yeah, she's like, we gotta get out of here. Well, this is whenever um, Uma, that, yeah, right? The hand comes out. Yes, Uma Uma drags Sandra O oh underneath the dirt and buries her. And so she tells her daughter to run, which apparently she does, because we, we did not see her. Well, I'm just saying, if this had been Texas, she wouldn't have been able to, to get it into the... She'd be like, you would have heard like, I'm gonna drag you... Damn it. <laughs> There's a rock. rock. There's another rock. I can't pull you down. I'm sorry. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, I gotta get mind. some dynamite. Just, just give me a little bit. Oh, Jesus. So that happens. And then this is actually whenever uh, we see Sandra O oh talking to Uma. Um, now, it's... It trans... Uh, she, she tessellates. She wakes up in... There's a bright flash. And it turns out the flash came from some electric light bulbs. We see a completely different room, which is... Clearly, like, it's got a singer sewing, uh, like an old style singer sewing machine. It's got a lot of, I mean, it's clearly Korean, too, because of the, the way things are set up. And, and then there's a, a flat bed. Um, like a, a lot cot. of this, yeah, yeah, a lot of the stuff is, is Korean. Uh, so we are seeing that it is Uma, who is sitting there angry in a rocking chair, um, who immediately starts blaming Sandra O for shit. And like, she's like, you left me, and I was here by myself. And so she's like, I you wanted know you what? to talk to me. Yeah. And she's, like, what happened? Mm -hmm. And Sandra O oh, the entire time is like, she's very sad about it, but she's like, okay, well, I'm here now. You know what? I get. She's like, and, and you know, Uma's like, you have no idea how hard my life was. She says, you know what? I do know how hard your life was. I do know that you were trying to be a good wife, and you moved to the United States with your husband. And she was a, apparently a great dressmaker. 
in Korea. Like, very popular. And then she moves here and she's not. And she doesn't know anybody. She doesn't know the language. It's very difficult. And she says, but that does not... That, that, that is not an excuse for the way you treated me. You, uh, like, you, your life was a lot of pain, and then you you inflicted that pain on me. And you shouldn't have done that. So I will give you your Jessa, and that's it. You need to go. And that's what, like, the mom's like, Uma's like, what? No. It's like, no, no I'm going to be with you forever. And she's You're, like, no, we're no. We're part of each other. It's like, no, no, we're done. We're done. Here. It's it's time for you to go. One of us has to be an adult. And so and so Uma, you know, it goes back to Uma and she just kind of fades out like dust. Yep, she disappears like a penguin in the ice. <laughs> and then she just fades away. And this is whenever Sandra O pops up like a daisy right outside of the dirt and claws her way out. Her daughter is nowhere to be found. That part kind of pissed me off. I will say that this is actually a really well done situation because um we start completely upside down and then the hand reaches out of the dirt. Uh, Sandra begins to pull herself up. And as she does so, the, uh, the, the lens, the, the, the camera itself starts to turn kind of counterclockwise. And we get to see the, the moon in the, the sky. Yes. It uh, was, it was a beautiful shot. It was shot. a beautiful shot. It really uh, was. Which again, first time feature length director. I don't know if I haven't seen any of, uh, the shorts, uh, by this, uh, by this director, but, that had to have been either I had a vision and I wanted to do this or like that. Like, I, I feel like that scene was like, this is a scene that we're going to be putting in here. I just don't know where. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that was so, it was fully realized. It was beautiful. And it was, yeah, it was, it was a yeah. great scene. Uh, and I feel kind of bad for Sandra Oh having to like crawl out of dirt because it did not look like she was like, oh yeah, I'm just hiding under a tarp or something like that. It looked like she, they like, okay, so now we're going to bury you for about 10 minutes. Don't worry, you'll have oxygen. <laughs> She's just like, uh, it's like, it's an indie film. It's, it's fine. So I loved you in Sideways. <laughs> so that happens. Um, and then we actually go ahead of time for a little bit and then we see Sandra Oh um, trying to help Chrissy pack because Chrissy is going to college. Well, we do have them oh, the Jessa. actually perform the Jessa and they're both wearing Korean, uh, traditional Korean dresses. Uh, and that's when the phone rings uh, for Chrissy. Yes. Which apparently she is fully on to the digital now, uh, which I'm like, you're 17, 18, maybe even 25. Like you're actually an actress on there. But like, you know, she the fact that in. she, would she have been able to, 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 acclimatize herself with technology that quickly after zero tech before that i don't think that would have been the not necessarily not with the phone or whatever but remember i mean she's still well no because she's homeschooled yeah i i feel like she wouldn't have had a phone on her anyway but maybe that's maybe that's like i get what they were trying to do is like now uh you know sandro is kind of relaxed She's letting the uh, the moratorium on the electricity go because she's lost the reason for hating the electricity because right. she's no longer riding the lightning every 10 seconds when she feels bad. Uh, but, you know, because we even see that inside the house, Sandro has lights now. Yep, she which... has lights and lamps and everything else. So, like, what was she doing before that? Was she just going to sleep at, at sundown? No, they had lamps. They okay. were taking lamps They were everywhere. just doing the lamps yeah. on that? They weren't doing, like... There was no lights in there. It was all lamps. You could have done that with gas. Like, they could have had gas lights inside of the house. I mean, it wouldn't have been great to do, but apparently you can afford an entire, like, farm. Beautiful farm with the amount of... That you're you're just selling honey for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I could have done that. But, uh, yes, um, Dermot takes... Uh, uh, 
you know, Chrissy away, who has taken all of her stuff to college. Absolutely everything. There is a laundry basket with, like, stuffed animals in there. <laughs> and I'm like, that's gonna not nah, be there. Nah, she'll be fine. She'll oh, no, be fine. She's, gonna, she's gonna get knocked up by the first boy who says That happens. Howdy. Oh, probably. Ugh. She is not ready for college. Anyway, so that's, and that's how it ends. Actually, no, it ends uh, with Chrissy driving down the path, and then we see Uma's dress. Yes, standing in front of the uh, makeshift mother graveyard, uh, which we never get a, a name for Uma. It's just mother. Well, it just says mother. Like, yeah. on the headstone, it says mother, yeah. not her actual name. Well, they know who it is. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know, she doesn't have a name. So, uh, that's how it ends. What are you going to rate it? Uh, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a six. I'm going to give this six uh, Uma Dragdowns by a dress uh, out of ten. This was a very solid movie. Uh, there's parts of it that anger me, but they anger me because of what's happening in the plot, not because of what is happening in the, the scene. Like, I'm not angry because of the terrible, like, XYZ. I'm angry because, wow, that child needs to shut up and stop being mouthy. Right, exactly. Okay, all right. What about you? I'm actually going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, shoot, I just had one. Uh, 7 out of 10 pops up like daisies. There you go. Uh, I really think there's... there's my The reason why I'm giving it such a low thing is because there are several instances in here where I think... Somebody who has a little bit more understanding of, of story and uh, even just kind of the way... Like, this this felt like a first draft to me. Really? Yeah, just... I mean, there's a lot of stuff that in there that worked really well. And, like, some of the scenes are polished to hell. But the, the why do we think that there's something wrong with Mom when she's playing the piano? Why? True, yeah, that wasn't explained very That's well. That's not explained. Yeah. There is... There's no scarring on her her hands or anything like that. We should have seen that. Now, there's at one point Sandra O oh is rubbing herself raw in the bathtub. Yeah. Because she does. Why? That doesn't have. She doesn't not feel clean. The thing is, is that she doesn't feel good about the electricity. You know, that's like there's a lot of situations in here where I I see where you're going for it on there. But it's just confused, and it's a lot of it's in there for shock value, which is hilarious because you know she was shocked a lot as a child. <laughs> um, but like, why why have her rub her arm like anything? She doesn't feel dirty. She feels like she's not doing good enough. There should have been like, you know what you do in that? You show her back as it being scarred up from electrical strikes or something like that. You know, you could have done a whole bunch of stuff on there. Which at that point, I feel it's been just it's just a missed opportunity. I still like the movie. I like a lot of the scenes, but I, I'm not going to watch this one again. Like, maybe I will, but if I do, I'm going to fast forward the hell out of it. Yeah. And I I will say, I don't think that uh, uh, Fievel, uh was giving it her all. Because she, the, 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 the tonal switch from the daughter being upset and, well, let's just, you know, go with it. She was being ungrateful, which I will say that, uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because she is is cloistered and inside, she does not have we and we know this. She's she's being raised by her mom. She doesn't have an outside like ah now I know, and she didn't get that from the ten minutes that she was dealing with the the uh, the niece. Now if the niece had shown up a couple of times or something like that, maybe. But I I didn't feel any of that. I wonder if we would have felt different if we had watched this whenever we were younger compared to watching it now. Do well, you think that we would have been on the daughter the daughter side? Daughter's side? Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. Well, not um, you, but you, you, yeah. Well, I, I would have. I probably. see. I, I wouldn't have because um, she was being stupid. Still, 
She well, wasn't that. I definitely. Agree. Yeah, that was my problem. Was she, you being dumb? And she immediately, like, she started to treat her mom. Came out and said, "I th- Uma's here," and I'm like, "You're being a psycho bitch." I'm like, "At what point has your mother ever given you like?" If my mom said we're being haunted, I'm calling the Ghostbusters. Like, straight out. Because at no point has she ever been like, oh, man, I'm weird. You know, like, there's something going on here, you know, for something me not believe. I yeah. would be like, okay, let's uh, let's smudge the hell out of this house. And like, it's such a good relationship I need, for all the rest of the time. I need a bruja, I need a Buddhist monk, and I need a Catholic priest. And we're going to get a whole bunch of sage. Like, all the sage. Every sage that we can find. <laughs> so much sage. Thank God this is Texas. We got a lot of sage out there. Like, I would not have been like, ah... You're a psycho bitch. Where the hell did she learn that in the first place? I don't know. Like that's you know a lot of this has some tonal issues on it. So You're I'm gonna like, make me change my rating. So let's let's okay. hurry up. So I again, this is like I liked a lot of the, the the visuals were beautiful. Everything else was doing great. I don't know. That's that's why I'm like six. Even though I, I think it's a decent enough movie, I would definitely watch it on Netflix if you can get it instead of actually buying it. Which is what we did. I, we were thinking about doing. I, I still want to buy it, but you still want to buy it. Me. Yeah. Okay. You want to show this to other people? Would you? Would you do that? Would you show it to others? Probably. Okay. Well, you know, what about you guys? Did you uh, enjoy this movie? Are you surprised that Netflix has a a horror movie on it that we would watch? Because I, I don't know. This is like the first Netflix, time in forever. Netflix needs to put on better horror movies. They, you know, do you think they would do it? You know what I would do is I would just pull out all of the uh, the public domain ones. I mean, you could easily put uh, Dementia 13 or, um, you know, uh, the, the what's the one that's um, I Am Legend, but not really? Last Man on Earth? Yes, the Last Man on Earth. You could put those on there. They're free. Just put them on there. Stop screwing around. Um, you know, reach out to us if you think that's what they should do or that there's a, a, a horror movie that you think that we should recommend to them. Um, you can reach out to us on ESAT3AM at gmail.com. That's going to be the best way to do it. That's our email address. Uh, you got ESAT3AM.com. That's going to be our website. So anything new is going to be on there. At ESAT3AM on Facebook and Twitter. And if you feel like it, which we really recommend you do, reach out to us on anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. Leave us a voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail on that. And uh, give us a, a positive rating on whatever uh, podcast that you're listening to. Yeah, hand it out to people. Apparently people... Like, if you just say, hey, I got a podcast recommendation, they'll listen to it. There's yeah. the weirdest thing. Like, three or four people are like, yeah, let's do it. I, I, I need to listen to a podcast. I actually had that, Help too. Help your friends out. Yeah. Help your friends out. Let, I, have them listen to stuff. Actually, we went to a bar the other day, and I was like, hey, we have a horror podcast. And they're like, oh, we're going to listen. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited. And then that made me excited because I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. Listen to my 12-year-old voice. You don't sound like a 12-year-old. <laughs> Whatever. They do it to listen to you because you and your radio voice. I am pretty. Anyway, uh, yes, we will see y'all next time, though. Hope you guys have a good one. Yep, see you soon. Bye.